is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Lifetime Christmas movies. I'm Patrick Serrano, and I am a Lifetime movie expert. I'm Dan. I despise Lifetime Christmas movies, and this is the Deck the, the Lifetime, Lifetime on Court Podcast. podcast. Uh, 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 Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the Deck of Time Live from Uh yes. I said words. Trust me. Never live from Court. It's Brand. Dan's here. Patrick is out there in Chicago. How's it going out there in the old uh, Windy City? That's what I've heard it's called. It is called the Windy City, and we do have a wind advisory today. So <laughs> well, there you go. How many if days you, a year? If you needed your weather report. <laughs> How many days a year is there a wind advisory in Chicago, Patrick? You know, when it gets really bad, it's like tied down your uh, patio furniture, like, oh, uh, man. you know, hold on tightly to your children. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, we really have the, the their sirens that go off on Tuesdays at 930. Uh, that's like the practice uh, tornado. I mean, it's a windy city. It is. <laughs> it's a windy city. I don't, I don't want to tell you. It's a windy. It's unbelievable. It's a windy. Does, so like a wind advisory here, we'd be like, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, real yeah. serious. But is it like worse in Chicago? Like, does it have to hit another level to finally like put out an advisor? Because here in Greenville, it gets like twenty miles per hour, and they're yeah, like, "Hey guys, I, hunker down." We're we're just trying to gather, Patrick. If you guys hear wind advisory, and you're just like, whatever, like, or or do you take it seriously? Any, anything weather, we're like, whatever. It's like, <laughs> you know, wind advisory. Okay, that's fine. My car is gonna blow a little bit to the side on the highway. Snow. You don't get off work or school. You have to still go. No matter what, it could be like 12 feet of snow and you're just driving like fishtailing all over the place, but you got to go to work. They're not going to cancel work. Do they really never cancel school for snow? Very rarely. Very rarely. I lived in St. Louis two years. We got over a foot of snow several times and it never was canceled. Never. Yeah. Yeah. I watched those plows plows are out there. That's right. That's (laughs) We need a Christmas movie about the snowplow, the man Christmas or plow. woman. <laughs> well, we uh, what was the uh, was it the Melissa John Hart movie last year with the tow truck driver? Kind of oh, like yeah. that. You can just we, do uh, that, yeah, okay. Mister Christmas, yeah. Jason Priestley. Yeah, That's yeah, right. yeah. Oh boy, um, yeah, that was one. Yeah, I was watching Eight uh, Bit Christmas on the HBO Max, and I think it takes place in Chicago, one of those cities where it snows a lot, and. Uh, there's a bit in there about this one school district never cancels school, no matter the snow, and it's the school district they live in. So they're listening to the weather report on the radio, and it's like, cancel for today, cancel for today, and this county, not cancel, and everybody freaks out. It's a great That's day. fantastic. There's always that That's one district. They, they play hard. One Hard district. ball. That's right. They play hard ball. We were at a school with a head of school. Private school, was, yeah. That was real, like, wouldn't cancel. Yeah, but then he, but then he, uh, he got softer in his old age. He did get softer in his old age. Yeah. That's accurate. Yeah. Once he realized, Wait, did, you, go ahead. did you guys go to the same grade school? No, we taught no, together, no, no. Patrick. No, no, no. Oh, he, okay, I'm like Brandon I, is. I'm picturing little, little, you know, Brandon Dan like <laughs> praying for a snow day. Yeah, how adorable would that be, well, Patrick? You and I are the same age. We we found this out last week. Set born in the same year, yeah. roughly two months apart. Brandon's like a decade younger than us, so we we uh, we hate him. I turned thirty in January. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> I'm considering um, the my 30. Uh, people maybe can chime in on this. My 30th birthday. I'm considering uh, doing a deep dye, a deep dye in my hair, like a blonde or something like that. The first just one you whoa. threw out was was silver or silver gray, or gray, something like that. And I was like, Are you just going full Santa Claus? I, just, full- I don't know. 
I'll tell you, I just, I don't know. Sometimes I see it. I see uh, see some boys out there that have dyed their hair, and I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I kind of like it. I used to think it was dumb, but now in my, maybe it's just uh, my mid uh, midlife crisis. I'm only it. living yeah. to 60. Yeah, to you're about to say, you're oh, living to 60. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to, to you have to do it once in your life. Like, if you haven't done it, you have to do it at least once. Have what, you have you dyed color? your hair? What was, the, what was your best uh, oh, hair dye? I did, like, like a gold a golden blonde, like, a, you know. <laughs> Strawberry blonde. It okay. was terrible. Well, let me, <laughs> that was amazing. Well, let me ask you this because I clear I'm a hairy boy. Um, mm-hmm. So is the best route here to let my hair grow out a little bit and then and then dye it so that it's not like I don't want to get a haircut and dye just a little bit. So what about those roots coming the in? The roots. Right. The roots will come in regardless. Yeah, but so, some roots I are mean, fine if it's longer, right? Like if it's, it's longer, longer it's, does it look better or shorter? Does it look better? No, I think you should you should grow your hair out a little bit, dye it, have them cut it up so it looks nice for like a week or two, and then it will grow out to the longer, and then you'll have the hair for even longer. What about my beard though? What do you do about that? You just mm, no, just leave it or fade it into like a blonde. Ooh, a fade it, a fade dye. Wow, right. we've Man. taken too much time on this. No but. way, there's no way that's possible. <laughs> I want to see the uh, strawberry blonde Patrick Serrano. I do want to sure. see those pictures. Those pictures would be. Oh, uh, I have pictures. Everybody uh, tweet at Patrick years. Miguel and ask for that picture. <laughs> you can dye it, and you should dye it, and you should. Um, it. We are talking. Uh, what is it? Uh, it Maple Maple Street. Uh, what is it? Biscuit. A, Chris- <laughs> a Christmas Village Romance. Christmas Village Romance, yes. but also on yes. you can watch it on Prime. It's a Maple Christmas. Uh, Christmas at Maple Creek. Sure, sure. So either one will do you. And this is a movie that's been out for a year. Lifetime picked it up. Um, I did a quick perusal. This is the 1800s boy, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. I did a I did a quick perusal um, while we were on our flight, and because uh, t- I was interested in the ratings of the weekday movies. How's it going? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> So you did a perusal and came up with nothing? It is not uh, all that impressive, no. But is it? I, but then we have to look at day-to-day. So they're, per, yeah, I don't know how it compares to a regular weeknight on Lifetime. Right. But it's like um, all of them are getting like less than half a million. So it's like three 300,000-ish. And then mm-hmm. the premieres on the week weeknights or weekends are a little, you know, like double that basically. So I think, yeah. I feel like it's been a down year across the board Christmas-wise for Lifetime uh, in comparison to the last couple of years. But I could be wrong, Patrick. You could you could know things. You know, I'm, I am I think this is the year they're doing so many that, mm. you know, they, they've never really done this many. So, um, yeah, of course it's going to be down sometimes. And, like, you definitely see it on Twitter. Like, I was going to live tweet all of them, and then I'm like, no, it's like the same three guys. Like, this is a little creepy. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> things to do with my life than live tweet life lifetime movies so yeah I, especially when they're in acquisition like this one like uh you know it's been out there for a year so the premiere is not going to be boosted right yeah. right mm. right yeah but yeah. that's why we're talking about it here that's exactly what we're talking about Take the lifetime uncorked <laughs> yeah because this is something that hallmark would never do so it's some it's something to uh it's a tactic to consider like when you're making your holiday movie slate. If you're a TV network, which I'm sure everyone who's listening to this podcast right now is because there's so many networks out there. Um, (laughs) But you know, acquisition over like in-house production, like, is it worth it? I don't know. The interesting, the the big, the big argument is what's worth it. Like what's worth 
the money the to make your own movies and take a take a role uh on the uh the ratings or to try to get the rights to like national lampoon or something like that that consistently every time it's on the air just does great great yeah. ratings so it's you know who's 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 coming out better there? This has been a little, a really good TV exec chat we yeah. had here, and none of us are yeah. TV execs. So no, I, I mean it's just interesting to me. So that's oh, me too. I, like to I love the it, rating but, stuff. I, I love all. But of it. yeah, it's very interesting. There used to be a TV uh, ratings like uh, blog that would do ratings every night. They retired. They were like, we're done doing this. Is, so that's sad. Patrick, is it TVbythenumbers.com? Because I used, TV by the numbers. Yes, I used to read it. Every day, I know that makes me, me a TV ratings nerd. But well, I you guys to can use showbuzzdaily.com. Showbuzzdaily. Showbuzzdaily.com. That's where I go for my ratings mm. every single day. They oh, open. good. Okay, there you go. Showbuzz. Good. So uh, writing that down. Sh- showbuzz. <laughs> what kind of buzz is it? Showbuzz. Showbuzz. Uh, are we ready mm. to dive into the the, the movie? Born ready. Uh, yes. Patrick and I have seen it. it. Dan has not seen it. And by the end of it, Dan will basically have seen it, and we will all decide whether or not we will pour it up. And to be fair, it's gonna you're gonna have to really win me over here because acquired period drama movie, I, I just it's it's a, it's a it's a put a cork in it right now. Okay, so. well, <laughs> well, we're starting from a zero. We got this. We got this. <laughs> we got this. All right, Patrick, take it away, pal. All right, so we have a Christmas village romance yeah. starring Jake Epstein, our boy from Degrassi, or as the Canadians say, Degrassi. Um, and as we say, Degrassi. Degrassi. So we say. Oh, yes. Oh, so <laughs> fancy. Yes. Uh, yes. Very like Drake time, Degrassi. Yeah. So, you Ooh. know, he, he was in there in a good time, I think. Uh, never seen it. Jenny Ross is our female protagonist, and Oliver Renard. He was in the um, bio. I don't know why he's there. Whoever that is. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's probably the other guy. Oh, he's Greg the hunk. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. get to it. We'll get to <laughs> okay, it. Okay, all right. Right, right, Sorry. right. The movie starts in San Francisco, which is um, fun. We get like a shot of the, the bridge. Oh, what is yeah. that? The Golden Gate Bridge? Golden I, Gate bridge. I was yes. reminded that I left my heart there. <laughs> <laughs> and it feels full on like a full house opening. You know, yeah. I'm waiting for the shoobity rap Yes, it was like, you know, you get the row houses, like the tanners are out having a picnic. Yeah, like, are, what yeah. is happening right now? Uh, they just like literally stole the the intro from Full House and just plopped it at the beginning of this movie. As they should. Um, we meet Diana. Diana. Uh, she is a young romance novel novelist who's never been in love. Okay. Yeah. So never been. In love. Yeah, and she's also never been in the uh, the period in which she's writing about. So uh, strike out two for two. So this is modern day San Francisco. Modern day, she's a romance novel that writes about the 1800s. She's a romance novel. Novelist. <laughs> okay, got it. All right, cool. She's a historical she's romance a novel. Book with yeah. hands up here. I'm a novel. <laughs> and she, yeah, she's just like, that's great. She um, is like basing the the novel like on her town like her town's like a historic town called maple creek and it like still has like a blacksmith and like it's very historical whatever that means as far as what we see we see like a barn and like uh maybe a cabin or something 
very historical. You know what I, I'm saying? Oh, I, I, I am under the impression that this town is literally just the barn and the cabin. Because that is <laughs> that is the only thing we see of this town. Yeah, we don't see much. We don't see a horse. We don't see nothing to to tell me 1800s. Um, but we'll get there. The so barn. she, Diana, has a uh what is it called? A publisher or whatever, like her book agent, her name is Holland. And she's like, Diana, you need to date because you write love novels and I need a sequel and we need to get another book and you need to be in love. And her big plan is to hook Diana up with the Fabio model cover of the book. You know how they have those sexy men on the covers of romance novels? Mm hmm. Yeah, they they have one named Greg in this movie. Hunky and Greg he is like a hunk. He's, he's <laughs> definitely a hunk. He has a shirt off like for like a lot of the movie, which we love. Um, and yeah, Di Diana like tries to like gussy up and like ask him out. And he's like, oh, I have to go uh, run a triathlon or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he's got to go do things like in, in the Caribbean, I think, or something like that. Yeah, he's like running a triathlon in the Caribbean for, for Christmas yeah. because it's going to be like classic. something. It's like Instagram, an Instagram thing. Like he's very Instagram famous because he's so hot. Right. It's how that how that goes. I, mean, you I, 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 I struggle I, with that yeah. all the time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Story of my life. That's right. I took my shirt right. off one time on this show. <laughs> I know. Now you're a sex now symbol. I'm a, I know. That's right. Can't stay away from I it. I can't say uh, that I was prepared for it, but I also can't say that I haven't been preparing my whole life for this. That's right. So somewhere well, in the middle. Now you, know, now you know what it's like to be a woman because they're objectified all the time. Okay? Okay. Um, mm -hmm. There you go. So Greg is like, okay, I can't go, but I'll give you a ride home to Maple Creek because I want to see the town where the books are based because that sounds cool. So she's like, okay. And they drive and, you know, they have like awkward chit chat and she's like trying to like compliment him and she like talks about his biceps, you know, you know, typical car ride talk. Right. <laughs> classic, classic road trip material there. This is why we don't road trip anymore. Is it? We just, it's, just, I just kept talking about your biceps. I got know, yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Diana ha is like, Oh, there's this blacksmith in town, Timothy. He's like uncle Timothy, but he's not my uncle. Don't think too hard about it, Greg. You're so pretty. And she gets there and she's like, Oh my God, uncle Timothy. I'm so in love with Greg, blah, blah, blah. And uncle Timothy is like under the car, like working on, or not a car. It's like a sleigh or something. Cause it's the 1800s a wagon, uh, wagon. He comes out. And it's not Uncle Timothy. It's <laughs> Uncle Timothy's nephew. Similar, similar leg structure, I guess. But Jake Epstein. Yes. Jake Epstein. Yes. yes. Jake Epstein is out here full on goofball mode. Like, oh, I'm a blacksmith. Uh, here's my hammer. Uh, you know, <laughs> I will say that this guy to be clear, like he so never does say, here's my hammer. That sounds like for a tagline. Like for a everyone, sitcom. Yeah, for everyone that's concerned out hammer. there. <laughs> Here's my hammer. <laughs> uh, and also, while we're like breaking down people's like vibes, um, Diana, whoever the actress is, I forgot her name. Um, she is giving me Alicia Witt without the manic force, like manic energy uh, and Botox. But what's left of Alicia Witt if we take out the force manic? Uh, a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> what? Brand hey, calling shots know, today. She was good on Orange is the New Black. I'll give her that. 
There you have it. Yeah, no, she, I forgot she was in that. Unbelievable. Yeah, and she was good on Friday Night Lights. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she, I don't, well, she was she was the she worst was, part of that. She show, was in yeah, Friday Night Lights. That is it. true. She was in it. <laughs> she was there. Full hearts. Uh, okay. So tourism in the town is lagging. Um, and Diana's sister Kayla like is in charge of the tourism. I guess they have an inn or something. Who knows? No <laughs> we one's don't. in the town. We don't. We don't it, know. No one is in not, the town. No, it's like empty cabins and like it's like big tourist tourism time, but they don't have anybody coming and, and they're going to have to yeah. close down the resort. They're going to, yeah, they're The town's going to just shut down somehow. I don't know how this town works, but everything's it's good. It's in danger, Dan, of uh, collapsing <laughs> the whole town. Yeah. But whole, just the barn, really the barn the and the cabin, the barn yeah. and the cabin. That's what really, we're really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a nice barn. <laughs> Got it. It's great so, barn. uh, they go to the cabin and like uh, Diana moves into one and there's Carter with his hammer. He's like ready to hammer something. And she's like, got my hammer like talking. Yes. Yes. And he's like, he tells her about the history of like the town. And she's like, Oh yeah, that's funny. I love history too. I write romance novels. And he's like, actually you're what's wrong with history. You uh, bastardize hip history. You don't take uh, actual historical events and you make people think that the 1800s were romantic and all this stuff, but actually they were hard. It was hard work and people had to work really hard and like, getting mud and stuff he's a history teacher so he really is not fond of the history novels all right so we are she's in modern day writing this yes but then the jake epstein is in the novel no because he comes up from under a wagon because it's the no 1800s. okay stop what is happening so then? she goes back to this town oh, that she, the books are based oh, off okay of. there there it is That's and jake epstein okay. now jake mm. epstein uh does uh, seem like he could be from the 1800s, but he's not. Yeah. He's a modern okay. day teacher who takes the 1800s very seriously. Well, that's and why he, he works like, on wagons. Also is a, he's also a blacksmith. Yes. By trade. His uncle taught his uncle taught him. But it's Passed in 2020. Down. It's in 2020. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. And he's wearing like a, a like one of those peasant shirts too. It's so strange. It is what <laughs> he's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> uh, I really wish I love, he was. Got my I hammer. Messing with, I love messing with Dan. It's like my favorite thing. <laughs> I appreciate it so much. I do. You know, if I created the movie, Dan would just be saying, what, what, what all the time. <laughs> what? what? I love it. I love it. Yeah, I need that as like my ringtone. I'm just gonna like clip that out. Of this Every time you get a text, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. Perfect, perfect. So Diana, uh, she decides she's gonna. She has like a brilliant idea. She's like, why don't we pimp me out as an author? <laughs> of course, and like make make this like a themed thing, like for the a pioneer Christmas. That's her book title, and like make a pioneer Christmas. Uh, event where yeah. it's uh, interactive and like kind of like Harry Potter world, but way less of a budget. Yeah. It's like pioneer Christmas con where people from around the world will come because they love pioneer Christmas. And this is a big deal because she, her book is a big deal, but she's never done a, a public event before. Wow. So this right. will like, she's always wanted to kind of keep the mystery, but for the, for the good of the town, pioneer Christmas con is, is, is a go for the good of the cabin in the barn. That's exactly right. It's a go. She says, I will uh, uh, be there to take pictures in, in full pioneer garb. Wow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so 
with everyone on board, including Carter, because he's like, it must be historically accurate, though. Uh, <laughs> he, he's going to help do the whole thing. Um, so Diana and Carter play dress up. They put on like 1800s outfits to like publicize the event and the take cute pictures. It's a little montage. I, I wrote down the song thinking I'd remember it to sing it, but I don't. It's called I Think I'm Falling in Love. Yeah. Uh, so here's the thing about that song is... I found that song choice to be so interesting at this point in the movie because up, up until this point, they don't really like each other. Not at all. This is the first thing that they're doing together where they're not like fighting the whole time. What's so the- I really found it to be a very bold choice to go with, I think I'm falling in love with you because we're taking a photo shoot together. And these, these books all have something to do with Christmas or is it just Christmas time or what? The yeah. books are not Christmas themed. No. It's just Christmas time in the movie. Okay, got but it. But there is a one book. Is she, is she, I think she's writing a book that's Christmas themed, or one yeah. of the books was yeah. Christmas she, themed. She's writing the last one. I'm I'm also getting this confused with that Brooke Shields one because I watched that this weekend too. So I'm like, hold on, wait. Okay, got it. <laughs> no, one uh, of uh, either the one she's writing or the biggest one did take place at Christmas. Right, and it's like big for her to like put get the Christmas like candles and the vibes going while she's writing. So okay. I don't know. Oh yeah. yeah, she. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> so they they sell out every cabin. It's a huge success, like just from being announced. Um, but it might not be enough to save the barn and the cabin. Might not be enough. <laughs> now Those you you might Damn. be asking this question, Dan. Where'd Greg go? Greg, shirtless, where is Greg? Shirt, shirtless guy. Where'd Greg? Well, Greg's in the Caribbean. But she does talk to him and she she like pitches the idea of him to come because he's the cover cover boy. And those covers typically have to be shot on location, of course. Well, they just yeah, they just want him to be at Pioneer Fest for photo for like photo photo opportunities for the people, even though he's not been on any cover yet. You know, he's on the cover. He is a cover. Yes, he's the cover boy for all these movies. All all of them. He's the guy. When you're reading boy for all the movies. Well, they're all about the same character. Okay. So So when you think about the guy that's in uh, Pioneer Town for the so that's why you want him to be there. That's why you want him to be there. Yeah, that's exactly right. Okay. Yeah, he'll like have his own booth, you know, and hopefully it'll be more popular than Melissa Joan Hart. So yeah. uh, we'll, <laughs> see. we'll see. Um, but he's like re- reluctant about it because he's got triathlons to run. Yeah. But then she course. keeps hearing, she keeps mentioning, uh, what's his name? And so he's like, who's that type of thing? You know, Jake Epstein. Oh, he Carter. Keeps, yeah. yeah. Keeps mentioning Carter. Like, oh, Carter's funny boy type of thing. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Yes. The thing that you're leaving out, Brand, yes. that of course you would. You're a straight man. You're not a lady or a gay man. Uh, he's shirtless the whole phone conversation <laughs> gratuitously for no reason. <laughs> yeah. I did. Brand like, wouldn't leave that out typically. I yeah, I would typically loyal. mention it. I will say this, and I, you know, as somebody who has been shirtless on screen before, I know it's tough, but <laughs> I, uh, I was underwhelmed. Wow. Oh, I yeah. said I said what I said. Really? Yeah. Said what I said. You should go back yeah, and listen I mean, to the rant that Brand <laughs> gives on why we can't get a Christopher Russell shirtless scene in a movie. Uh, what yeah. movie is that? Is it a waterfall movie? I'm sure it is. He's very upset about this. Like you would think that the guy who knows waterfalls or something would be sure. I don't remember the whole thing, but yeah. Brand is very, very. Well, much. I'm I'm pro shirtless. It's the least we can do. That's right. So it, it is. It yeah. is. And like 
Hallmark versus Lifetime. Lifetime will give you the shirt list nine times out of ten. Hallmark's a little bit like, uh, oh, uh, maybe someone's putting on their shirt. Yeah, well, they've yeah. they've yeah. they've been getting a little shirtless recently. Not in the Christmas ones, obviously. No, gosh, I we've mean, had, we've had a few guys, this year. Guys, shirtless, come on, just give us that. At right. Least. All I'm saying is like, just know your demo, Hallmark. <laughs> No. And also, these actors all work out to like be on Instagram anyways, so they want to show off their bodies too. They look great. There That's you right. go. Well, uh, aside from Greg, underwhelmed Greg. Wow. All right. Poor Greg. I yeah, I have no comment on Greg, but he clearly waxes his chest. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I clearly do not. I I love that Patrick said I have no comment on Greg. But here's a comment on Greg. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, this is this is how I do it. You know, if I say no comment before the comment, it negates it doesn't the comment. It negates right? the comment. It doesn't count. Were you underwhelmed as well? Or, you, or that's the thing you're not commenting on? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> With okay. his hand raised. <laughs> Yeah, right. (laughs) So a storm rolls in, okay? And again, not Storm Megan, not Winter Storm Megan. It is just a storm to bring Carter and Diana together in a candlelit, rainy, stormy night where the ceiling's leaking and uh, they kind of have like a romance vibe going until she sprays perfume and sprays him in the face. And then he's like, You maced me. And he's like, Oh, my eyes. And like, this is very strange. Yep. It was very strange. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And didn't matter <laughs> at all, but we did it anyway. It wasn't romantic at all, but yeah. it but it was very a very weird choice by Jake Epstein to be like, you maced me. Mm-hmm. That was like. Super romantic that was whenever an, you say that. An improvi- that was an improv, you know? He was improvising Man. for that. That couldn't uh, have been in the script. Classic no Epstein. Classic, classic Epstein. Epstein improv. So I'm live. Love it. Love it. They they really give him free reign, I think, they in really these do. TV movies. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of takes, too. They probably did a dozen takes of that. Right, <laughs> like that was hilarious. Do more. <laughs> but that's uh, isn't that uh, is that the reason why he runs out of while it's raining and then comes back? Is that this scene? Mm, probably. I didn't write it down, <laughs> but tell me more. So this is it's raining, right? And they're in the cabin. Yeah, yeah. and they're like eating okay. hash pie. Yeah. So big storm happens, and he ends up running away. But then the storm's too bad, and so he comes back. So then they have a sweet time, sexy night. Like so he eating, tries eating, to run away, run out, but then he it's too bad of a storm. So, so he, comes he runs back, back in, he runs back and in. they have a sexy night, a sexy night eating, eating, uh, eating the, uh, the pilgrim food. Mm. Yep. Eating the 1800s food. And he tells her like he read her book and she's like very touched by that. She's yeah. like, Oh my God. Of um, and then she's like, you know what? I'm writing the ending to my last novel. And I think I'm going to like, you know, I don't know. I might have to, not end the book. She's like starting to have doubts about it because she doesn't like that stories have like a, a happy ever after or whatever. She she like wonders what's going to happen after that, right? And I mean, now that she knows that Jake Epstein reads her book, like that's reason enough to keep going, you know? So she doesn't, her plan is to never end the book? <laughs> never. Yeah. <laughs> there's never There's never a happy or sad ending. It just keeps going? Keeps going. She never just re- publishes it? <laughs> Yes. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) So Jake Epstein does some blacksmithing, not shirtless or in a tank top, which was really disappointing to me. Uh, I'm like, come on, Jake. He's probably an actor who's like, I don't want to be shirtless in these movies because he never is. So 
Um, it must be in his contract because he has that like weird teen following, like, you know, uh, all the teen, he was like a teen heartthrob. So he's probably all over that. Yeah. He's but also, he's it. like he's, a plucky comedic lead too. He's not the right. typical shirtless lead, right? I think in his Canadian TV times, he was like a brooding teen oh, wow. character. Oh, wow. I think he, he was like very sexy teen, brooding teen, bad I'm boy. I'm Googling Jake Epstein shirtless to see. Why are you doing that? Well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm interested in if it ever happens. So he doesn't wax his uh, chest. <laughs> well, I wouldn't but, think he would. But you have no comment other than that. <laughs> <laughs> no comment other than that. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly right. I have no, listen, I have no comment, but he does not wax his chest. I got it. Good to know. <laughs> So, of course, just as Diana and Carter are connecting mm. and like having the romance, Greg, Greg shows up. Of you course. Knew it. Yeah. He's here and to save he the day. Is, yeah, he's here to do his little booth and he's uh, immediately jealous of Carter and like this guy, this awkward like goober is making me nervous. Yeah, he's All like, I have is my hot bod. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he so probably even, doesn't even wax his chest. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, He's feeling insecure, you know, and, and uh, he like shade. They're like talking shadily about each other. Carter overhears the conversation about like uh, Greg, and he's like trying to downplay his feelings. So he's like, "Okay, well, um, if you can't, I'm really lost in my synopsis. <laughs> if you can't uh, be yourself around me, like, or be yourself around Greg, then." you shouldn't date either of us really, you know? Yeah. He gets like, they, he gets very intense about this very quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, like they haven't known each other that long, but it doesn't stop him from giving life advice. And, uh, I appreciate that. Full life advice. Full life advice. It's important. That's right. And in, yeah. the, and in his defense, she's, she doesn't know anything about love. She's just a, ro- she's just a romance novel. Just a romance novel. She's never been in love. So. Yeah. She's never been in love. She needs her space. So she's like, all right, no men right now. I'm going to just focus on me and my book. And so like then it's like the night of the signing. She's like signing books. And Greg's like over here taking pictures. And he's all hunky. And Carter doesn't show up for the thing at all. He's like totally MIA. Greg also finds then, out that... Uh, he has like a TV show offer to just be hot or something like that. He's got, you know, yes. this, this book cover has changed his life forever. Basically. He really is a Fabio. I mean, Fabio was, I cannot, can't believe it's not butter. Like, you know, he got that solely from book covers. It's impressive. That's, yeah. That is impressive. Yeah. You know, maybe he'll be the new butter boy, the new butter boy. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, so Greg and Diana are slow dancing after they do their like appearances and they're talking and they're like, um, uh, you know what? Like, we're not really, we're yeah. more of a friend vibe. Like we're not really together. He's like, like listen, not- I got, I could be the next big butter boy. So yeah. I don't want yeah. to commit to you. And then big butter boy becomes yeah. a possibility between that and his triathlons. You just don't have, there's time. not enough time. There's no. not enough time in the day to no. be butter boy and love. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So she's like, okay, well, that's funny. And then they start laughing. They're like, haha, we both like thought we were dating and we're not. <laughs> we're so, so crazy. We both thought we liked each other, but we actually oh, hate each other. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, we're not compatible at all. That's hilarious. So Carter shows up right at that moment, sees them together, runs off. He's like, oh my God, she's in love with him. He's heartbroken. He's in the barn, like 
crying or something. Who knows? He's thinking about waxing and, his chest. Like yeah, it's a whole thing. Like, yes. Like maybe I should do this type thing. And Diana runs after him. She's like in her like 1800s gown. This is where why we thought that the, this was moved and set in that time because this was the production shot day where we got all these outfits. And he's like, I sold some land and I'm going to uh, turn the the barn into like a cattle ranch or something like i i'm not sure <laughs> what I, i'm not sure he did he basically had a dream to like start a ranch what does it have to do with selling land <laughs> he's don't, gonna don't say you he need has, land for a ranch no, he's helping save the town i think is what we're getting at here he's helping yeah, save he the had, town i guess he like had a his he inherited some land in montana that he forgot about and he was gonna start a ranch and there and now he's like you know what i'm gonna start it here in maple creek <laughs> so he saved the town he sells the land in montana to start a ranch in maple creek that's right okay now i'm now i'm tracking and diana is so inspired by this she's like ah and they kiss and she's like that is so romantic i love ranch dressing and she does they kiss she does she loves it she loves ranch dressing <laughs> and then she makes an announcement at the gala she's like okay happy endings always happen in movies but i want to see what happens after the happily ever after and i'm gonna continue writing my books yeah hey. write all the books about the couple on the ranch and the couple is her and Carter. Man. Is yeah. That, that the end of the movie? Um, I'm just reading the last paragraph. I think they like kiss and then he dips her. Oh, and I wrote that down because I've been dipped in a in a show like that, and it's really dangerous and scary. So <laughs> if you think it's romantic, it's not. It's terrifying to be the dipped person. And you have to have a lot of trust in that person. So, you know, make sure that you're really in love if you let someone dip you. That dip okay? seemed also improv. It did, it did. It seemed like a very spontaneous it's an improv dip. dip. It's an improv saw dip. Live. Saw them live. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said it, it looks scary. It looks scary. Me. Scary dip. Scary dip. Uh, wow. Music plays. Snowfalls. The end. The end. 1800s. Not period piece. Nope. Jake Epstein. We just reviewed a Jake Epstein movie here. It gets on Monica. Monday. That's right. And we loved that. Yes. So let's see what we the think Hanukkah about. The Hanukkah one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that yeah. was cute. So cute. Um, so let's let's uh pour it up. Put a cork in it. Yes. Pour it up, put a cork in it. We'll start with um who do I start with? I always forget. You start with Dan. me. Yeah. Because yeah. um, Dan, 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 you didn't see the movie. Yes. Um, you know, I started by saying this is an uphill battle because you know, put put a cork in it because I just it sounds awful. But I gotta say, after listening to you two, it's definitely put a cork in it. Uh, <laughs> b- because <laughs> if there was a way for you to make the movie sound worse, you did it. Uh, this sounds awful, uh, just exceedingly awful. I-, I can't. I'm so happy that I didn't sit through whatever this was because I just can't imagine. I can't imagine a world where they decided let's air this on television. I, I no, hard no for me. And I love Jake Epstein. I think he's great. It's a, it, you know, put a cork in that bad boy and then break the glass and do whatever else you need. Reuse the glass for other things. Recycle oh, it. Uh, yes. Just get rid of that. Any essence of that wine bottle altogether. That's where I am with it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brand, what are you thinking? 
Uh, just really quickly, I think you 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 went somewhere. You didn't know where you're going with it, and uh, let's try it again next time. Let's reuse it, recycle it, but then get rid of any wine. Take break the glass. Break so break the wine glass. So the wine all disappears. The you glass the is all around. Shards everywhere. Sweep up those shards. Okay. Take it to your local glass recycling place. Sure. To let them recycle it. So and you don't. We it. don't have to do anything. No, we don't have to do anything. Someone else can. But do when something. people see that glass, they don't see the wine bottle that was this Maple Creek movie. They see something else entirely. Got it. Got do it. you understand? I got it now. Thank yes. you. I thought you wanted to put new glass, new something new nah. into the wine bottle. Old new wine and old wine skins. Mm. Forget, oh, forget it. What do you? It. What would you do that? I, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, this oh is this is tough. We went full Bible there, guys. You're welcome. So this Thank is tough. You. This is tough for me because I actually do quite like the leads in this movie, and I do find them to be quite compelling. Um, there was just a lot. Uh, this movie left me wanting in a lot of areas as well, um, because it just didn't like put these two in another movie, and I think it's a big hit. But like this weird like barn that's you know that's the only thing of the town we see in the 1800s and the that stuff didn't quite work for me so I, I am reluctantly putting a cork in it but I'm not sealing it all the way like well, really yeah a little like, air getting in there I I'll put I'll put Tannins a cork I'll, I'll put a cork on it and I'll uh, put it I'll, but I'll leave it on like the shelf. And maybe in a couple weeks I'll revisit it and see if see if I want to take another schwa a schwig schwa a little schwig <laughs> another another schwig. But yes, it's a cork for me. Okay, uh, wonderful. So I think I'm going to pour it up. Here's wow. Why. Did the movie make sense? No, no. <laughs> did not. Were the leads good? Yeah, yes. they were good. Uh, was there a shirtless hunk? Yeah, there was. So that's two thumbs up versus one, one thumbs thumb down. down. Yeah. Um, so I have to pour it up for that, I think. And, you know, like this harkens back to like lifetime old school where the plot didn't really matter like at all. Um, ways it could have been better. Yes. Christmas magic to take them back into the 1800s. Actually, yes. that would have been cool. Yeah. Anything like that would have been amazing. But, you know, this acquisition didn't have that budget. This is like a, a third tier, fourth tier production company, you know? Who this knows is a lower budget than most Lifetime movies. There's there's right. it, it was one building in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nashima Entertainment is the production wow. company. Never, never heard of them. So that says all you need to know. Patrick, yeah. can you think of any movie that you've watched in your history of TV movie watching where it had two good leads and a shirtless hunk and you would uh, put a cork in it, thumbs down it? Mm, probably not. Because wow. that's it. I, I'm, I, I'm not going on content. I'm going on <laughs> <laughs> leads, hunks. Yeah. Leads good, shirtless hunk, done and done. The leads were really good in this movie and that's why I'm keeping the, the bottle close by, you know? Yeah. I, 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 I can see myself uh, turning around. I, it, I, yes, the budget I think really uh, harmed this one because this is, I think, like the least amount of locations I've ever seen in one of these movies. There is an yeah, uh, and it I, must have been like a COVID times too. Like yeah. they, they only had a certain amount of pro protocols on set. Man. Like because now I'm I'm looking at the other movies. This production company did the Christmas setup last year, the gay Christmas movie, which oh, was they did, really good. 
It was good. They did Christmas Ever After with the um, actress who Ali Stroker, who's a, a wheelchair user. Oh, yeah. So they're good about inclusion. And they did Mistletoes and Menorah with Epstein. We've seen and, that one too. Yep. Yeah. So they have some good stuff. I think it was just an off year for them. This and, uh, uh, that's okay. This movie, like, I'm glad that you guys got to see those performances. This movie sounds like it is just atrocious. I mean, just real bad. Yeah, so right. you know. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. uh, well, we did it, everybody. We did it. Uh, we're we back. Did. We're back next week, and um, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. I think we only have two more. Two more. Man. So yeah. uh, next week is the uh, the Santa Fe, I believe. Santa Fe Christmas with the Mario Lopez. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we got the uh, Mistletoe in Montana after that with Melissa John Hart. So the two big guns, saving them for last. Two big guns the coming up. Biggest. The biggest. Stars. The biggest of the guns That's is right. what we have going on here. Can't wait for that. Patrick, uh, enjoy your week. Can't wait to see you next week. Dan, uh, I'll see you I'll soon. See you. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> until then, we'll be the first to wish <laughs> you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast recorded live and yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina is produced by Brandon Gray, set decor by Plum Haywood Mall. For more information on all Bramble Jam podcasts, you can go to BrambleJamPodcast.com for more information on how to listen to Deck the Hallmark ad-free. You can go to BrambleJamPlus.com. <laughs>